Okay, Google, play the Sideline Hustle podcast. Sure, the Sideline Hustle football podcast. Here's where you left off. What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Drew Lieberman. I'm slow packing. <laughs> Our days here numbered. Even the way we've come up in the world, think about it. We've created the website ourselves. We've made this podcast ourselves. Like everything's been done just by us hustling. And you are now listening to the Sideline Hustle Podcast. We talk about doing this show. Yeah, we, we laugh and we joke and we complain about how hard we work. But if we didn't love to coach, we wouldn't be doing it. I want the good guys in. Get them out of there. I want the good guys in. To me, I think we're broadcasting the day-to-day life of what college football is. From the sidelines, we gotta hustle cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. What up, Coach Liebs here, and this is episode 11 of Coach Talk. Uh, Before we get into today's topic, uh, let's recap the weekend. We lost 14 to 13 to Bergen Catholic in a really heartbreaking game, but an incredible experience, I'll say, um, you know, on a personal level. I had a lot of people close to me, you know, tell me how much I'm going to enjoy coaching in this game, how special the the Bosco Bergen rivalry is, uh, how important it is to the state of New Jersey and to the community, and it really like it, it exceeded all my expectations. And this is, you know, coming from someone who's, you know, played at some of the best stadiums in the country, you know, a lot of the Big Ten places, and you know, I've coached, you know, D3 heated rivalries that are that are personal, but but this one is something different and. I think, I think it's important to understand the origin of it, right? Like, there's all these kids on either side, on Bosco, on Bergen, who all, a lot of them grew up together, playing sports together from the time they were five years old until it was time to go to high school. And they were on the same teams, they were on rival teams, they grew up in the same neighborhoods, like, whatever it was. And then, you know, they have to make a decision where they're going to go play high school football. And a group of kids decide to go to Don Bosco, and a group of kids decide to go to Bergen Catholic. And so just from that, the nature of how the, the schools are selected, this rivalry is very personal. It's very heated. Um, and just it, it was an emotional, emotional game uh, full of ups and downs. And for us uh, at Bosco, it was defined by penalties and some mental errors. And we did not execute at a high level, not a high enough level to beat a team as good as Burton Catholic. Um, I, I'm proud of the toughness the kids showed. I'm proud of the energy the kids played with. Like, you know, they, they, they gave it their all. They all sold out for this game, did everything they could to win the game, but we just didn't execute well enough. And I think it's something that I feel very responsible for as a coach. Uh, we had two drops in the receiver room. We had two we had two formation penalties and, and, you know, a couple holding calls. Like, really was a game for us that was marred by errors, by costly errors. You know, and I think as a unit, we made six costly mistakes, you know, what I just named, and that's, you know, way, way, way too many for, for one football game. So, you know, it's something that we took very personally as a group. It's something that we talked about, uh, you know, had a very, very real conversation yesterday uh, in our meeting, and, you know, we just we have to be better. It's, it's the first time all season where we really feel like we let the team down, and, and we've been pretty proud of the way we've played, the way we've executed. When the ball's been thrown to us, we've made plays, and it just it just didn't like we didn't make a ton of mistakes other than the ones I mentioned, but every single mistake I just mentioned was crucial in the game. And in a game that's decided by one point where both defenses are playing their butts off and, and every yard counts, every first down counts to make errors like that, unforced errors like that, 
uh, is, is going to kill you every time. And, and, you know, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking, especially we got two seniors in the wide receiver room and obviously, you know, more on the team that, you know, unless we meet up with them again in the playoffs, like that's their last opportunity to, to, to beat Bergen Catholic. And, and that means a lot because this is a big reason why the kids come to Don Bosco prep is to play Bergen Catholic and beat them every year. And, and it's, it's as important as anything, you know, in this program. So it's something that, that has, has really hit me to my core has, has really, you know, I made a promise to myself that, that I'd, I, I'll do whatever it takes as a coach to make sure that my kids are better prepared so I never feel this way again. Uh, feeling like, you know, your your group could have played a lot better and had we made one or two or three less mistakes, you know, we'd probably make a big play to win the game or at least give ourselves a chance to, you know, and, and I think that I'm proud of the way the kids took it yesterday. I think we're all on the same page as far as we're taking this very personally. We're putting a lot of the responsibility on our shoulders, which also puts more pressure on ourselves to to get better in practice and practice harder and and come with more focus and just never let this happen again um you know now with that said as heartbreaking as the loss is like it doesn't really change much for us like we're two and two now it would be great to be three and one but all of our goals are still in front of us we proved that we, i think we proved to ourselves how good of a football team we are to lose that game by one point and you know it wasn't just the wide receivers everyone on the on the team every position group made made a lot of you know costly unforced errors uh, that that if you take some of those away, we win that game. You know, we have a lot of opportunities to make plays that we just shot ourselves in the foot and, and kind of prevented. So, I think it's something for us that that as we get over the emotional toll of the loss, it's it's a confidence builder to say like, hey, Bergen Catholic's a great team. They're as good as any team we're going to play this year, and we lost to them by a point and probably played as badly as we could have played. So, I think we got to just continue to build on it. We we know that the toughness and the energy level it's going to take to win these big games we were right there as far as that goes now we have to find a way to clean up the mistakes in practice to focus up more in practice uh and and as coaches we have to do a better job preparing the kids uh for those moments and to execute in those moments whether it's a mental thing i spent all last week talking about poise um you know and and obviously although i felt like we had poise most of the game in key moments we weren't dialed in quite enough we weren't prepared quite enough and and it cost us so I think as a man, you got to look yourself in the mirror. You got to admit when you could be better, and and you know that's what we did as receivers yesterday. We need to be better. We acknowledge that, and and we will be going forward. Um, and it brings up an interesting point uh, to me that you know it's something that so this is a theory that Coach Friedgen introduced to to me, and I think Coach Teal, our head coach, was with me at Rutgers at the time he introduced it. Is is the twelve percent rule? And he his his first meeting at Rutgers as the offensive coordinator, he said that the quickest way to win football games is to learn how not to beat yourself. And he has a 12% rule that if in one game your drops, penalties, sacks, and turnovers, add that number up and divide it by the total number of plays, if that number is less than 12%, you'll win every time. Sacks, penalties, drops, turnovers. Okay, whatever that total number is divided by the total number of offensive plays in a game, if that is below 12%, you'll win every time. Well, in our game against Bergen Catholic, we were at 18% and we lost. And it's it's no coincidence. And I think that is one of the truest stats. Like coach has had some outliers where, you know, he's won a game at 17% or lost a game at 11%. Like that it's happened. It's not 100% foolproof, but like 90% of the games that he's ever coached and have been decided that way and that rule is held true the 12 percent rule so i think it's an interesting lesson for us that that for us to win a state championship i think we proved to ourselves that we're good enough we're talented enough you know we got all the pieces but now we got to find a way we got to we got to learn how not to beat ourselves we have to learn how to execute perfectly 
and have to have, learn how to finish games and learn how to make plays when, when the when the opportunities are there. Um, and I think that's what this game will be defined by. But, you know, similar to, to the lesson I thought we learned going down to Gonzaga and getting our butts kicked, we responded well to that and we prepared really well the last two weeks to get ready for this game. We came up a point short. So I think that we're continuing to make strides. I, I feel really good about the strides we've made and, and the progress we've made as a team. Uh, I think as coaches, we're, we're really starting to find our what this team's identity is and starting to build around that. So I think there's there's nothing but uh, but bright things to look forward to for the rest of this football season, and it's early. It's two, we're two and two. We're in a good place. We just got to continue to play better and, and continue to win games, and, and we'll be fine. And I think that, you know, something that I put in the wide receiver tip sheet this week, which with my tip sheet, what I do is I have like two to three pages of motivational stuff, like, you know, whether it's quotes or I write them kind of like a letter every week to kind of get their mind right and give them specific uh, concepts to focus on as far as, you know, getting their mind prepared to play a game. And then it's just, you know, play reminders, coverage reminders, personnel, things like that, that they're, that are going to help them execute from an X's and O's standpoint. But I think, you know, a big thing I talked about all week was their mindset. And now that we've lost, um, you know, I think one thing that, that, that I think you have to define perspective, right? And now we can control how we react to this moment. So we lost a game. So all we have now is the circumstance, and that's the the situation we find ourselves in, which is being two and two, losing a heartbreaker to our rival. And now, you know, nobody forces you to feel an emotion. If you guys follow me on Twitter, I was tweeting about that last week. No one forces you to feel a certain type of way. There's the circumstance and the way you choose to react to it. So we've been dealt an unfortunate circumstance, a heartbreaking loss, a lot of mistakes, a lot of things that really, you know, hit us personally and, and make us feel like we cost ourselves the game rather than them taking it from us. You know, it's a game we feel like we should have won and, and we gave away. And that hurts. That hurts a lot. But now how, we get to choose how we react to this. We get to choose how hard we practice today. We get to choose how hard we practice this week, what we do, you know, this Friday night. And, and we choose, you know, the legacy that's written after this loss and how we how we let this define us. And, and I don't think this loss defines us, but the way we react to it will. If we come in with high energy today and we're ready to rock and we have a great week of practice and our leaders continue to grow and and continue to hold everyone accountable, then then we're going to be a great team. But this is a real you know a real turning point for us as a football team to figure out what we're made of and figure out how badly we really want to be great this year and, and how much we want to sacrifice to accomplish our goals. So those are the thoughts. A tough Monday, tough weekend for us at, at Don Bosco, but I'm excited for the bounce back. Excited to challenge these kids to see, you know, what they're made of and, and how badly they want this. And I think they're going to respond brilliantly. So that's all I got. Coach Liebs bringing you episode 11 of Coach Talk on this Monday. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Everybody reach, 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 reach. Brother, let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. Yeah, they used to never want to see my town. I, I, I got them coming to the east side now. Where they at? In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight, let the D line. Now, run a track or run it back. Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah.